Okay. Great. So next topic. So the next is about Korach's lineage. And I want to thank Michael Gordon for bringing this question to my attention. So the question is, it's the beginning of Korach. Okay, so the Torah tells us that you got Korach, then Yitzar ben Kahaz ben Levi. It does all right, da, da, da. So Korach, the son of Yitzar, the son of Kahaz, the son of Levi, took. Okay, and all the questions, what did he take? Whatever, he took something. He rebelled. He took himself, took whatever. So Rashi says, below his care, ben Yaakov. So in his lineage, it didn't keep going. It didn't say ben Yitzar ben Kahaz ben Levi ben Yaakov. Right, Levi was the son of Yaakov. So if you want to go all the way, I mean, go to Yaakov, it's like, yeah, whatever. Didn't go that way. Okay, so why? Because Yaakov Davin asked for Rachamim about himself. That his name wouldn't be mentioned regarding their machlokas. As it said in the Berchus Yaakov. They call him al Tefad Kivodi. Right? In their call, my um, my cover shouldn't be mentioned. Join, joined, I think. Right? So that was what he was requesting. Right? I think maybe, maybe you could pull out that Rashi. I think he, I think he says that he also. But come al Tefad Kivodi. This time, Shimon Levi Achim, Tefad Zukhar Sam, the Sodom al Tefad Kivodi. Rashi, Kishi Yakil Korach. So Kahalam, the Kahal, when they gather, Korach gathers. Shumashivto Shalevi, Askolo Edal Mashon, when he gathers, everyone gets Mashon Aram. Al Techa Kvodi, shame. Kavod is a shame. Al Tis Yachin Imahem Shemi, my name shouldn't be, I guess, singled out with them. Shnemar, Korach Ben Yitzar, Ben Kaz Ben Levi, Elanimar Ben Yaakov, Ben Abel, the Debraha Yamim, or maybe that's Rashi also said it in the finished reading, yeah. But in the Rayyamim, where it talks about Korach's children and it goes through their whole lineage, Namar ben Korach, ben Yitzar, ben Kaz, ben Levi, ben Yisrael. Right? You see that it does mention the lineage in the other context, right? And that's what Rashi here says. There's Rashi by Asl again. Where does it mention Yaakov or Yisrael by Korach? You see, sometimes it mentions it. So it's almost natural to mention it, but he's saying is, but here it didn't mention it because Yaakov was a Vagish Rachlam that he wouldn't mention it. Right? The Kahalam in their Kahal, namely the Kahal of Korach, that's gathering together to whatever, to rebel against Moshnaron, Yaakov's been Vagish Rachlam that he won't be mentioned. I guess Hashem answered. Right? Okay, right. So Michael asked, "What is that? What does Yaakov care? Right? What's the difference, Yaakov? He's dead. Like, well, what does he care? Mention it? Don't mention it? What's the big deal? Right? It's this whole thing that somebody doesn't want it. Davening. So that's what Isaiah asked me that question. It's like, what about Levi? Levi was arguably the topic. Right, so why isn't Levi worried about this? Why are you yeah. mentioning Yaakov and not Levi? Why well, Levi David not to be mentioned? Right, yeah, good yeah. question. Probably Korach, Ben Yitzhak, Ben Kass. What about them? Levi, are they all Sham also? I mean, Korach seems to be the only one. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, if he's bad, then you don't want to put him together with Yaakov, then in Durayal, he's also bad. So why are you mentioning the Melosha? You're there. Okay, good. That's a good question. I like that.
I mean, uh, how did Yaakov know? Did Yaakov know that the Korach incident was going to happen? And if so, why didn't he just send a warning down to Moshe, message in the bottle or something like that? Right? Yeah, watch out. Watch out for uh, Korach. Something like that, right? Right. So did he know? And if, uh, Right. I mean, it's not a question on all these things, right? A lot of the brachos are referenced in the face of the future. But hey, you know, it's a good question by all the things. So just because it does it all the other times, it's actually not a question. Uh, yeah, okay, good question. Okay, good question. Well, why do you have to mention the lineage? Right, is that really necessary? Is it every time it says someone's name in the Torah, it says their lineage? I don't know, maybe it does. Well, but, it's, it's like, it says, That's true. Well, there is another Rashi. Like, uh, what? That's true. You could say, right, it's part of this whole time that was based upon the whole story about the brothers and whatever, so you could say that. Ariel mentioning Rashi and Chav Zayin, but Midbar Chav Zaynafa, the Grav Novino Slafat, Ben Chefer, Ben Gilad, Ben Machir, Ben Menasha, Mishpachos Menasha, Ben Yosef. The whole chain goes all the way back to Menasha, the Yosef, right? So Rashi says, Laman Amar, but look for an Amar, Ben Menasha. Oh, why does it have to say, Menasha, Ben Yosef? I understand you want to go to Menasha, but you go to Yosef. Lomar Lacha Yosef, Chive Besarets. Yosef loved the land. Shnemar v'lisnasas Mosai with Gomer. But Menosef chibosai. And his daughters also loved the land. Shnemar t'zvoyinotuza. Okay, that's one thing. Ulamatcha. And also is teaching you sheikulim tzadikim. That they're all tzadikim. Shekolmi shemaisa v'maisevosuv sesumim. Any time one person's actions and their fathers are are hidden, upirat l'chal hakasid be'echad mehem liyatsel eshvach. And then it mentions by one of them that you know that it's like a shvach. Or is that Tzadik Ben Tzadik? Then you know that it's Tzadik Ben Tzadik. So I guess it's telling you this one thing, that's a slap that all the way back to Menashe, it's showing you, I guess they're all Tzadikim, they have a whole chain of lineage, and they're all Tzadikim. Maybe it's also ends up in Yosef. And if it does it for Gnai, go on, Ba Yishmael Ben Nisanya Ben Elishama, all in Malachim Beis. Yedush, Kamnus Karmim, Marashan. Right, so I guess... They're all Roshan. So it's like when it has a whole chain and it lumps together a bunch of people on a chain, so, and you know something about one part of the chain, you have a right to infer about the rest of the chain. But what is it saying? Is it saying Levi was a Rasha? Like Korach and all these people are Roshan? Like, you know, not Israel? Is, you know? Yeah, good question. You say you didn't know, but you knew Levi's a Tzadik, you knew about him, but then points then. But could you put Yaakov there also? Those are interesting Yaakov's like davening. You know, it's like, I don't know. Yeah, right, right, exactly. If Hashem wants to put it, if Hashem's writing in the Torah, like, let Hashem write the Torah how he thinks is best. You know, like, if he thinks that he belongs, Yaakov belongs, and put Yaakov, if he thinks that doesn't belong, don't put Yaakov, you have the Now, granted, you could always ask about every single time you have a Daven about anything. You always just say, look, Hashem's writing the world, he knows whether I should be sick or not, and, you know, so, you know, but whatever. You know, somehow I feel like it's a stronger question here, but like, you know, the, it has to be answered there also, yeah. you know, but, you know, let's so see if we can take it out here, but, right, it's a fair, it's, it's a fair question always, it is a good question, right, whether we ever need a daven, don't ever daven, just let Hashem run the world, but, you know, somehow you feel like here, it's like Hashem's Torah, it's one thing to say, like, I, I'm sick, I'm whatever, but like, like Hashem's writing the Torah, if he thinks it's good, it's good, if he thinks it's not good, it's not good, like, whatever, good question, it's a beish racha. As opposed to sounds like almost like Din would be it would be there, but now he says Yeah, okay, good. What's that connotation? I like that. Okay, super. I was just saying. I'm sure it's good. Good chance someone says this. 
Dervish, but he's saying, look, the whole relevance of the story is he comes from Shevet Levi, and therefore he's part of this Sheva, and he he's asking for an important role. He comes from that Sheva, but like the fact that he's from Yaakov is not relevant to the story. The fact that he's from Levi, he felt like he below, he deserves a position because he's also from Shevet Levi, who's the Sheva who's getting all these appointments. So, yeah, right, all from Israel, so I can help the whole Taina to mention Israel. So, that's like, it could be that's the plain shot. I assume, I didn't look through the different, you know, Pashtunim or whatever, but I would assume if you look through, you'll see someone like this. Or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's this idea? And there's two questions. One is, what's this idea? And then, why didn't they say that? I'm more interested in what's this idea. But, you know, it's also a good question. question. Is it, is it he didn't want his name, is it, would it be better if his name was mentioned for him, for us? Or someone else, but like, what's the right? What's his? What's his beef? What's who cares? Okay, so I was thinking like this: is that the question is uh, a little bit like uh, some of you guys say, like uh, Donnie is saying, it's like Yaakov Avinu saw in Shimon and Levi a certain mida of, I guess, like um, a rebelliousness, if you will, right? like they were. Um, they went after Yosef, and they fought against Shem. And they were—they weren't like towing the party line, but they had this like strength and, and power, or rebellion, willing to take—you know—take on going against Yaakov and going right. So, I guess in both cases, going against Yaakov, right? By you know destroying Shem, that whole thing without telling Yaakov, and then also with Yosef. So you saw a certain mida in in Shimon uh, and Levi. And it could be he, he held that this is like, he saw this as having potential danger in the future. There's a Mida in Shimon and Levi, which he's trying to call out, right? Then you have to speak nine into the specifics of the Mida and exactly what the Mida was or whatever, but he's calling out their Mida and he's saying, I don't want to be associated with it. Which means, which means that this Midah is, insofar as you embody that Midah, that's your Midah. That's not for me. I'm not part of that. That's not how I taught you. That's not how I trained you. I'm against that. I totally, you know, rejected what you did. Like, and, and I'm saying, insofar as you follow that path, you're moving away from it. And uh, I'm telling you now, I don't want to be any part of that. And like you're saying, hopefully he's going to steer them away from it. That's ultimately, I guess, his plan is to say, if you're going to go on that path, I don't want to be part of it. Uh, it's your thing. It's not my thing. This isn't what I hold by. This isn't what I stand for. You picked it up. I don't know where you picked it up, but it's not me. And I'm going to explicitly call it out and distance myself from it. And did he know about Korach? I don't know if he knew about Korach in specific, but he knew he saw a tendency in Shimon and Levi, which has potential to go awry. And to lead towards negative consequences for Israel. And he held that he was, again, I don't know if maybe it somehow came from him on some level, uh, who knows, but maybe he held like he's eradicating it and he's distancing himself from it and explicitly giving them Musser about it and telling them, if you're going to follow down this path, you're moving away from it. And I don't want to, and we have to get to the tefillah in a second, why it's a tefillah. But he's saying, it's like, I am not, that's not me. That's your guys thing. There is a future negative things that are going to happen if you, if you allow this meet up to fester. 
and that that's not associated with it. And and if the Torah would have written, the Torah would have written Ben then it's like that thing by the Balzafa. Then it's like you'll attribute the bad mida, Korah's mida, to and mida and Klai's mida from Yisrael. Navas. And that's not true. It's not a mida from Navas. It's a mida from Levi. That's a question why I mentioned Levi. It doesn't necessarily mean Levi was a Russia, but Levi had a bad mida, which Yaakov pointed out, and he never fully eradicated. And maybe it didn't necessarily express itself in every generation, but it did express itself in Korah. And when Korah did it, obviously Korah is his own person, and he has his own free will, and Korah, he took himself. And But a person is like, you know, I don't know, the nature, nurture, the lira. There's three choices. Nature, nurture, the lira. <laughs> nature, nurture, the lira. Try, whatever, you know? So, that there's, there is a, there is an underlying tendency, which again, just because you have tendency doesn't mean you have to follow it. You could choose not to. But when it does become expressed, it's worth noticing the Torah is being said to all the way back to Levi, that this is Korah embracing the Midah, which Levi should have nipped in the bud and eradicated, but he didn't. And you know, and again, that's why specifically it's not mentioning Benyaku. Now, it doesn't mean that Levi... And Israel, there isn't anything which Levi and the whole chain learns from Yaakov, which is Latov. It could be that's in the Rayon. He's in the Shorah and the Mikdash and the Rayon and all the context there. But saying that it's the whole chain and it goes through Torah and whatever. Maybe Torah was a good traits in him also. And that were Midos, which went all the way up to Yaakov Avinu. And they were over the Hashem in the Mikdash. And that's the tendency which really did come from Yaakov. So it's not like nothing in uh, the whole chain and uh, the Torah and his kids and all that. We're not learning that from Yaakov Avinu. On the contrary, Yaakov Avinu formed the nation and he passed down many good traits and he went all the way straight down. But he's just saying, but in this regard, in this this is not a trivial to me and therefore I don't want to be part of it. That's what he's saying. I don't want to be part of it because it's not really me. Okay, now, we still have another step here. It's like you don't want to think that Yaakov you know, had these rebellious tendencies. Yaakov Avinu had some part of him which wasn't uh, not so great. In fact, it reminds me of the thing Yaakov Avinu Lomes. You have to look into it a little more deeply. But the Rashba has this whole thing about what does it mean Yaakov Avinu Lomes? And he quotes different points. And you have to, again, just bringing it up. But he says that Avram Avinu had Yishmael. He had Yitzhak, but he had Yishmael. There's like something about Avram is perfected, but he didn't fully eradicate the negative tendencies in his nature, which he had from his roots. And then Yitzchak had Yaakov, but he also had Esau. He says, but Yaakov Avinu, all his kids were Tzadik. And he says, that's what he comes to the Yaakov Mace, because there's like no part of him that died or something like that. Like he was like fully perfected, and he set up an Am, which was like fully perfected Am. All his, all his kids. So that was like the, it was like a process of um, refinement, is where the word the Rashmi uses. Yeah, it's something like that. It's like a slow process of refinement of removing the dross and the midas, and it got down to Yaakov. He set up the nation. So it's saying is, is the rebellion of Korach part of Yaakov Avinu? Yaakov Avinu formed an Am. Is this part of the Am? Yaakov Avinu formed an Am 
which has this rebelliousness and the ahs, the aura, the af, af, the anger, and the, right? No, no, no. That's what it's saying. No, that's not me. That's not the on that I saw. That's you guys. If you guys go on that path, that's you guys. They're not, the on which I'm setting up doesn't have that as part of it. And I'm pulling it out and I'm saying, that's not part of this nation. You have the tendency and that's part of the aura. He's giving, he's cursing it. He's not cursing it. He's cursing the af or apam. And if you're going to go there, it's going to get you down the bad path. But arguably, they didn't, they didn't eradicate it the way they should have. Now, the question is, still, now again, just, I guess, answering um, Michael's question. It's like, he didn't want it to be there because it would convey the wrong idea. And Yanko Vino wants the proper ideas to be conveyed in the Torah. And he wants him, he wants to represent, to be a, a um, heading, a role model for Klai Yisrael. And we all identify ourselves with Yanko Vino. And if we identify with Yanko Vino as the rebel or something like that, that would be, it would, it would taint his image of what he was. He's where B'nai Yisrael. And B'nai Yisrael is not, you're not supposed to associate Yaakov, he's like a Tam, Ishtam, he's not associated with rebelliousness. And he held that it would be a disservice to his role and what he's trying to accomplish in so far as the, the nation. But now here's my question. Is in truth, did it try to tie back Yaakov? Did it not tie back Yaakov? If it did, then write it. If it didn't, then don't write it. What do you need Yaakov Vino to be misfalafel? Right? Even Vakesh Rachman, that's the thing. It's Hashem's Torah. And Hashem's going to write the Ichos, which is in the appropriate way. Right? So why does he have to, isn't this like just, why would Hashem write it that way? If Yaakov Vino didn't have anything to do with it, then he doesn't have anything to do with it. And if he did, then he did. Right? So what, what does it mean? He's like Vakesh Rachman. You know what I mean? Yeah, okay, good. So I think I was saying, what was that? The question is his perception perception. It's not enough just for Yaakov Avinu to say, it's not for me. I'm telling you, on the record, it's not for me. Okay? But the question is, it's, it's less important, the truth of the matter, than the perception. How do people look at this thing? Do they associate it to Yaakov Avinu, or do they associate it to Lady? Right? And that's what matters even more than the truth of the matter. What matters is is the way he's identified. The way then people think about Korah. How do they think about him? How do they think about the rebellion? And how are they going to think about it? Based on many factors. Right? I mean, these perception, public perception is not really in our control. You can do all the best things in the world and people could just get the wrong impression. And you could try to distance yourself, but ultimately, the court of public opinion is some really good saying. How to finish it off? But it's 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 very much out of your control, and it's not necessarily something you could, you know, plan, coordinate, choreograph how people are going to perceive that. And he's being misspelled that people won't identify. The, the negative consequences which come from the bad midah of Shimon and Levi, which he predicts and envisions that there's a good chance there is going to be. He's been misfollow that those bad midahs will not be attributed to him because he holds that they're not him. But just because they're not him doesn't mean in the court of public opinion that's the way people are going to perceive it. Whether they will perceive it or they won't perceive it that way is based on hashkacha or based on chance factors, factors out of his control. But he's been misfollow. He says, if they do attribute it to me, it's going to be a chil of Hashem, it's going to be a chil of Ha'i Yisrael, it's going to undermine my role as being in charge of Ha'i Yisrael. 
So I, I, all I could do is I could call it out and I get the muster about it. But just because I get the muster about it, that's a big staff because I'm calling it out and I'm saying that's not me. But even with that, sometimes people will, you know who people are. person who is a kid who does X, Y, Z, very often they say, oh, the father is a bad parent, the father is a this, father. Is it true? I, I don't know. Maybe yes, maybe no, but that's whatever. Whether people say it, then that becomes the perception and that harms that father. So Yaakov Vinu's mispalel to Hashem, that Hashem will assist him, that he'll organize events, one of which is the writing of the Torah. But it's not, I don't think it's only the writing of the Torah. The Torah is one thing, how the Torah writes it. But there's other events, and there's other, you know, social facts on the ground about how it's going to be perceived. And Yaakov Vinu's being mispalel to Gosh that Hashem will make it clear to the Doros, to the people at the time and the future Doros, all that, that this is Korach's fate, which goes back to Levi and to Shimon, does not go back. So he's being misfollowed because that's the role of Fila. You realize it's going to be negative. You realize you don't have full control over it. There are many tags out of your control. You do the best that you could, and then you misfollow. Like but the fact is, it's out of your control. And Hashem answered him, arguably in other things, but also in the way he wrote the Torah. I'm saying the truth is, it was not from Yaakov. In truth is, it was not from Yaakov. But just because it's not from him doesn't mean people aren't going to perceive it that it is from him. And that would be harmful to him, even if it's not really from him. But if people think of it that way, wrongly, I'm saying the truth is it's not from him. He holds it's not from him, and it is. But just because it's not from him doesn't mean people aren't going to get the wrong impression. And I'm saying this, whatever, the harm is done. So he's going to follow that people will get the right impression. But, you know, you don't necessarily deserve that. I mean, impression is an impression. And, you know. Thank you, Michael, for that question. And uh, the third part was the